0: We are preparing for the how, not the when, when we eventually reopen beaches and bays. You're
1: right. It's it's the large crowds. It's the possibility of us taking steps backwards. The more we continue a
0: downward curve, the sooner we can get outside and onto our beaches.
2: It's beautiful out there, but beaches along the coast still aren't open in San Diego. However, there is a plan in place for when conditions are met. This is the 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast, where we break down some of the top stories of the day. I'm 10 News reporter Matt Boone filling in for Ben Higgins. It's Thursday, April 23rd. We'll talk more about the beaches later on, but first, let's begin with a look at the latest numbers. The past 24 hours being the highest single new case count recorded yet in San Diego. The county announced 152 new positive cases today. That's the highest since April 2nd, when we saw 146 new cases. However, county officials pointed out it coincided with a sharp rise in testing as well. Yesterday, 2,255 tests were done. That's up from 1,514 from the day before. The last time we saw more than 2,000 tests in a day was on April 1st, which preceded the previous high case number. Statewide, the past 24 hours have been the deadliest for California so far, the state reporting 115 new deaths. That's up 8.5% from the day before, the most in a single day. Deaths, however, are a lagging indicator. Hospitalizations are down slightly, as are the number of patients in ICUs. New today from the governor, it's been a pressing question for recent grads or anyone making student loan payments, will they be getting any relief? Today, the governor announced a student loan borrower framework. He said 21 of the 24 student loan providers in the state will be stepping up to help those struggling to pay by offering a 90-day loan forbearance. And here locally, just one day after National City mandated face coverings in public, their South Bay neighbors are following suit. Leaders from Imperial Beach and Chula Vista joined in in a news conference today announcing residents will be required to wear face coverings when entering essential businesses. Chula Vista Mayor Mary Saul says this is something the community has been demanding. Police Chief Roxana Kennedy says enforcement will be educational at first, but can end up resulting in a $500 fine. A new report is shedding light on the extent of the job losses in San Diego, revealing an unemployment rate of 20.6% across the county. The report from Sandag uses data as of April 11th. It estimates nearly 300,000 jobs have been lost because of the pandemic. The hardest hit areas are in the South Bay and central San Diego. Logan Heights had the highest unemployment rate at 26.6% followed by communities of San Isidro, City Heights, and the College area. The lowest rates were seen in Rancho Bernardo, Sorrento Valley, Carmel Valley, Rancho Santa Fe, and northeastern Chula Vista, still with a staggering 17%. For comparison, the countywide unemployment rate in mid-March was 4.8%. But there are some sectors of the local economy that have been managing to hold on, San Diego's booming biotech industry is continuing to hire amid the coronavirus outbreak, and getting a foot in the door may not be as hard as you think. We're exploring how to get into biotech as part of our initiative, The Rebound. 10 News reporter John Horn reveals one way to earn the needed credentials quickly and inexpensively. Biotech Millipore
3: Sigma is outgrowing its Carlsbad headquarters. That's why it's building a new facility just a couple miles away, making room for 100 new workers. There is such an enormous amount of potential Um, for transforming medicine and transforming lives. Joan Hobb leads the Carlsbad site for Millipore Sigma, which manufactures viral vectors for the cell and gene therapy markets. Hobb says the company needs to fill its new jobs with workers qualified to help build its product. And she says she takes special notice of MiraCosta College's biotech program, where units are $46 each. Students can earn a certificate in as little as one semester that'll run you about five hundred and fifty two dollars or they can spend four years for a bachelor's degree for about ten thousand dollars in tuition John Horn 10 news
2: well after a dreary spring San Diego is getting some beautiful weather heading into the weekend but the beaches water access and many of the boardwalks and coastal trails are still closed mostly in an effort to minimize large crowds and to reduce the risk of infection for the lifeguards and law enforcement that patrol those areas. The beaches and coastal trails have become a flashpoint in the politicization of the government's coronavirus response. The protests last Sunday in Encinitas demanded the reopening of two Ocean View trails, and the mayor of Coronado, Richard Bailey, has started his own petition looking to reopen access to the ocean and bay for recreational boating, swimming, and surfing, While no changes have been made yet, the mayors of the coastal cities have now developed a plan on what the beach reopening would look like. San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner laid out this vision in his news conference yesterday.
0: Um, I want to again reiterate this is about the how we do it for every city on all of our beaches, not the when at this point. Uh, This plan will go into effect when the county lifts the ban on water access. And that decision is going to be made, and rightfully so, by the county based upon public health information. We are strongly in support of that. Uh, We're going to do this in a way where we offer safe access to the beaches and the water. Um, And so this plan will include the requirement of physical distancing. It will be specific plans developed by each agency. Uh, We'll talk about face coverings being recommended. Um, And it's going to be incredibly important. Phase one, the limited access phase, I'm going to talk about the two phases. Restore lifeguard staffing for observation, education, and rescues in anticipation of reopening. Um, Also part of phase one, open the beaches and bays and shorelines to walking and running only. No gatherings on the beaches, that means no stopping, standing, sitting, or lying down. Open the San Diego Bay and Mission Bay to boating and single-person paddling only was the recommendations from our lifeguards. And the ocean would be opened up for all recreation uses uh, once that order, of course, is given. Fiesta island piers, boardwalks and parking lots would remain closed in the first phase. Phase two, which gets us into focused and responsible public use, we would open all beaches to all activities that can be conducted while maintaining physical distancing. Open San Diego Bay and Mission Bay to all water uses, including fishing, swimming, and paddling. Open up Fiesta Island and opening up piers, boardwalks, and parking lots. Again, the go button on all of this is once we receive guidance from our county public health officials.
2: Meantime, the name of the game is Patience. But there are some coastal neighborhoods that are worried about getting inundated by over-eager visitors. One of those is Sunset Cliffs, There's a city park there that reopened earlier this week, and that's where Team 10 investigative reporter Jen Kastner was today, where residents tell her they're already seeing crowds. Hi, Jen. Welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. So you're right. There is tension that's growing right now in Sunset Cliffs between some of the locals and some of the visitors, because now that the Sunset Cliffs Park is back open, locals say that some people are flocking there. They are... Uh, Reportedly disrespecting some of the neighbors, blocking traffic, bumper to bumper, lining the street, um, blasting their music, not wearing their face masks. We got some new pictures and videos in of the crowds today that were taken from Wednesday night. Um, People really concerned, too, uh, that are living in Sunset Cliffs that the crowds will continue to get bigger over the weekend. And possibly get out of hand as the hot weather moves in, Matt.
2: So the issue that I'm assuming that the residents are worried about is just large crowds gathering that could, you know, obviously um, disobey the social distancing guidelines. Or, or was it specifically that the people there are worried about?
1: It's all of it. You're right. It's it's the large crowds. It's the possibility of us taking steps backwards in our efforts to um, get past this virus. Uh, it's also just sort of like a neighborhood nuisance as well. Um, so some of these locals that are saying that you've got these crowds coming in, blasting the music and not wearing masks and um, and crowding the beach area. Well, what does that mean in terms of our ability to move forward as a society and um, and not have to have this prolonged Uh, any further than it already has to. Um, I interviewed a woman who lives right by the park, and she doesn't want to be that person to rat anyone out. She doesn't want to be a snitch. In fact, she was kind of reluctant to talk with us in an interview because there's a lot of people that are, really fired up on social media about this issue saying that we shouldn't publicize the crowds because then it'll get worse and we won't be able to have nice things anymore this privilege of getting the park reopened will be taken away it'll be closed down but this woman says you know what if it's open we need to be responsible we need to publicize the fact that there were you know As she said, some uh, missteps happening on the part of the public, and we need to correct those missteps so that we, again, don't take steps backwards as a society. Um, She wants people to be able to come to Sunset Cliffs and enjoy uh, the sunsets there. She wants to enjoy the sunsets. She's not trying to take that away from anyone. She just wants people to do it responsibly. And she had kind of an interesting personal story as well. She told us that just a week ago, she lost both of her grandparents who live in Boston to COVID-19. So she is especially sensitive to this. She said maybe a month ago, if you would have asked her, her position on all this, if we were um, going too far on all of our restrictions, she may have had a different point of view. But now that she's suffered personal loss, um, I think that she is all that much more willing to stand up and fight for this cause and make sure that her community stays safe while enjoying uh, a now reopened park.
2: Matt, Yeah, that's an intense experience that would obviously guide her perspective through all of this. Um, but as you bring up, the the responsibility that every person has, no, no matter their relationship to the virus, is to continue following the social distancing guidelines, whether or not a park is open, um, making sure that they are wearing masks in in public and and not you know unintentionally overwhelming a neighborhood
1: yeah yes good good point yes that's exactly what i think most people are trying to do and i'd like to point out that we're talking about what some described as kind of a chaotic scene at Sunset Cliffs last night. Like a big, it was described by one person as sort of a spring break type party. Well, I did check in with San Diego Police Department's media relations spokesperson today who said that he was not aware of any citations that were issued Wednesday night. And I said, well, what's the plan for moving into the weekend? Because we've got the temperatures rising, warm weather's moving in, people are going to want to get out and enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the beach atmosphere and the views. How can we be sure that things won't get out of hand in the next few days? And the San Diego police spokesperson said officers will continue doing normal enforcement this weekend and continue monitoring the crowds and gatherings they'll keep us at 10 news updated if anything does get out of hand so we can report that to viewers but as of right now even though we're talking about some people who saw some very large crowds yesterday and possibly acting irresponsibly um no citations uh that the spokesperson for police uh uh, is aware of were issued on wednesday night so uh, that's Mm -hmm. something to keep in mind
2: well, the reality is, and in my conversations with government officials and uh, people in these situations, because this has been a topic we've been covering now for the past week, there's been protests to open the beaches back up and the walking trails near the beaches. There's you know, the mayor of Coronado who's been pushing to reopen the waterways for surfers. Um, but the counter to that always is, well, these are areas that are patrolled by lifeguards, by public officials, by, by police and if there is a large gathering of people, if they do have to go in and enforce, then it's you know the law enforcement personnel that are putting their own health and safety at risk by um, entering these crowds. Obviously, you can't um, rescue someone in the water or give a citation six feet away. You're right there with them. So a lot of times these crowds, whether or not a park is open or not, Um, can be a public safety risk for the first responders who are forced to do their job. But a lot of times they don't really want to be forced to do it um, if they, you know, are putting their health at risk. So,
1: yeah, that's that's an excellent point. And I had asked police about that as well. I was told that if things do get a little bit rowdy over the next few days at Sunset Cliffs, They likely won't be able to do much as officers, maybe issue some citations. But really, um, their hands are tied in many ways, too, because they have certain safety restrictions to adhere to, as do lifeguards and so on, as you were talking about. So it should be really interesting to see what happens in the upcoming days with the reopening of all of these parks combined with the beautiful weather that we're experiencing and seeing whether or not San Diegans are able to take these now, um, these, these new sort of privileges that we've got back and, and enjoy them in a responsible and respectful way where everyone comes out being safe and healthy. Um, so it should be, as I said, a, a pretty interesting next few days as this all unfolds.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a delicate balance. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we may have to sacrifice a few days of beautiful weather outside for just the general health and safety <laughs> of our population, especially because today, you know, we saw the a spike in, in new cases. Obviously, there were a lot more tests being done, but, you know, the virus has not disappeared yet.
1: Yeah, exactly, Matt. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Jen. I appreciate your time. Thank you. That's it for the 10 News Coronavirus Podcast. I'm Matt Boone, in for Ben Higgins. For updates around the clock, you can always find us at 10news.com.